it recording now okay hi guys welcome to this web series that I've been hosting on YouTube I've been talking to people being curious about how they navigated their lives and you know we've come up with really fun episodes and this is actually episode number 10 so excited about that and I would like to invite you to subscribe to my channel and like the video which I can't believe I'm saying because I always forget to do that so the episode today is um, pretty special because I think it's the first one that we talk about mental health and going to therapy and just taking care of yourselves but we also have a very good time um, because you know it's with a person that I really click with I'm not gonna give too much away just watch the video um, and don't forget to subscribe and like bye Welcome to the Next Gen Web Series and my first guest today is one of the few in Zim who can say they wrote 16 subjects in all level and got 16 A's <laughs> and still carried forward strong in their career. He's also someone that I got along with instantly and today I was reflecting why did I get along with him instantly and turns out all he had to say was he was from Maris Brothers. Welcome, Abel, to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Nyasha. Thank you very much for the, for the lengthy introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, I, was a bit, I was very proud of being a Buddha. I was very proud of being a Amherst Brothers kid. Yes, I, um, but other than that, how have you been doing um, throughout the pandemic? I mean, it's, it's the pandemic. It is what it is. Like, yeah. people... People generally, I feel like, have been, at first, like, they were struggling a bit with the pandemic, you know, dealing with lockdown and everything, yeah. but we're getting used to the new normal, as people call it, and, mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like things are getting back to the old normal, yeah. so I've been, I've been faring well, I've been faring fairly well. I can see that, I mean, you're yeah. looking neat today, and what's the inspiration behind the hairstyle? Behind the hairstyle? Uh, yes. That'll be my mom, actually. Uh, really? When I was in Yes, when I was back in high school at my wrist, like uh, they always instructed us to keep our hair short. Mm -hmm. But my mom kept these awesome, gorgeous-looking dreadlocks, and I mm -hmm. told myself, as soon as I graduate from high school, I'm definitely not cutting my hair again, and I'm studying my own like set of dreadlocks. Yeah, I think the time I came back in Zim in 2018, I think you did have your hair growing out, but you know our kind of texture doesn't show that it's actually long. Um, anyways. You are talking of your mom, so that makes me think about the community that you have back home. So tell me how it's been being in a place where community is not really a thing and the society is a lot more individualistic. The distance, like the distance from home and also the time difference makes it a bit arduous to keep up with people back at home, yeah. I will admit, because like my mom usually calls me in the morning in Zimbabwe and it's like one or twelve am this side mm. fortunately for her i'm looking insomniac so whenever she calls i know i'm going yeah. to be up yeah but our phone calls always last yeah. minimum an hour because i end up catching up with her i end up catching up with my little sister um unfortunately, oh, I remember I your little sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah um she's 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 grown now like whenever i talk to her she always some like sh some smart stuff to say like I, I i can tell she's probably more intelligent than i am which i'm kind of jealous of but at the same time i'm proud of do you think she's also gonna write 16 subjects and yeah if not like tell me about how you now define intelligence versus like back then 
Okay. I mean, I hope she doesn't write 16 subjects. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that was a hustle. There were so many sleepless nights from, mm-hmm. from, from three and four. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping she doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. Intelligence now and then, I'm like, I've, I've come to realize, especially here, that intelligence is not about like how difficult you made you is or yeah. like how much you challenge yourself. I, yeah. I feel it's more to do with how much can you apply yourself and grow within fields that you're interested in and yeah. how flexible you are when it comes to moving in between areas. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for example, I started out here at Vanderbilt as a chemical engineering major mm-hmm. with the intention of going into industry. Yeah. But as I got to my sophomore year, I realized I do not want to go into industry. <laughs> <laughs> really? Where do you want to go? Uh, so my head right now is... Um, I'm looking towards finance, consulting, or more specifically to help. Also, you meant you didn't want to go into research. Yeah, I didn't want to go into research. Okay, okay. I didn't want to go into like, you know, like pharmaceuticals or chemicals mm-hmm. or plastics, yeah. oils, yeah. that kind of stuff. I don't know if you're the same person who was telling me that you came in thinking, oh, I'm going to do a lot of chemistry. I love chemistry. And then it wasn't as much chemistry. Ironically, chemical engineering wasn't that much chemistry. I still uh-huh. had to take a lot of chemistry classes as prerequisites for my chemistry classes, mm-hmm. but it ended up being more calculus and physics than it was chem- than it was chemistry, which mm-hmm. I found weird. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's more chemistry in the late, latter classes, but I didn't encounter that much chemistry myself. Okay, so individualism in career-related things. How do you think? you being it an, in an individualistic environment has helped you further your career? Because to some extent, you can't just go and drop your CV to somebody because you know somebody or whatever. You have to really work hard by yourself. So how has that influenced you? I feel like it's been especially beneficial in my case mm-hmm. because you remember that thing like back at home, like you, you know, you go to a very good high school, you get very good grades and everyone's telling you, oh, you should be a doctor or you should be yeah. an engineer or, or you should be a lawyer just because you're smart but being well, in a s- <laughs> look what we've done that's what we are <laughs> <laughs> but being in a setup like this where people respect the fact that like you you're gonna do what you want to do I feel like yeah. it's given me the leeway to kind of discover my passions mm-hmm. um try out new things that I'm interested in and kind of like like make my own path in life yeah so when you came to college, uh, obviously you're an international student, so you there's not many people like you at your school. What was your approach in trying to to fit into the school? Were you trying to aggressively blend in, or were you trying to just take it slow and maybe you know be left out at the parties for a while while you figure out who you're gonna be at the school? What was your approach? Um, I. I'll admit I was not aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately for me, I'm, I like to call myself an extroverted introvert. As much as I may be an introvert, so I claim. Like it, it helps that I like talking to people and getting to know people. Yeah. But I wasn't aggressive about trying to fit in with the crowds or trying to blend in and become more Americanized and mm-hmm. you know, like drop my, my Zimbabwean values and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was looking for people who I had shared interests with people I was taking the same classes with, people mm-hmm. I was on the same floor with. Like those mm-hmm. are people that I started interacting with. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the people that I figured out that I had like more interest with are the people that I low-key stuck with for a while. Yeah. But they say, like, you know how they say when in Rome do as the Romans do? 
yeah i always put my twist on that phrase and say but don't forget that you're french like as long as as much as you're in a new environment and you need to fit in and you know become immersed in that country's culture you also mm-hmm. you should not forget who you are and the values that you're brought by that's a word so before we continue with other questions we're going to go to the first round of lightning round questions so these are short questions and you can give me the quickest answer uh favorite hobby soccer really yeah still is okay <laughs> i was playing in it in an intramural league this semester we finished in third spot amazing which position do you play uh center back okay i know what that is what compliments do people give you the most well like i'm just very easy to talk um why do you wish people complimented you on no just the just the journey to be here Like, you know what it's like to apply for this probably to come to like an American university it takes a lot you need to learn in addition to look our A level studies you need to start learning how to take the SAT and then you need to prepare for interviews and i feel like kids here are better prepped for that process than we are we just kind of jump into it mm-hmm. and the odds is well like being an international student coming into especially like one of the top universities here in the US as, like we did mm-hmm. also like lower than even like the, the school admission rate so take a look at me like I, I'm deeply involved in campus right now for me alone this is a feat yeah I'm like it's, it's, it's an addition to like all the successes that I've had over the years probably tops most of the successes so far so sometimes I feel like should I get a little bit more credit for that uh, probably I give you credit. Um, I'm sure everyone else watching is going to give you credit. So just from what you were talking about, like the journey you've been on, if there was a movie made of your life, what genre would it be and who would play you? Yeah, I feel like it would be a... I don't want to say Same comedy. comedy. <laughs> I, 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 to say I knew there was comedy, comedy in it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say tragic comedy because there have been some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Like it'll definitely be a story of like resilience and hard work. Yeah. But with a lot of comedy intertwined in it and I don't know. I, I can get, like, play you, I feel like. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I know your mannerisms. I, I know <laughs> I don't know your hobbies. I feel like I could play you. All I need to do is get locks. And start playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Who okay, else would okay, play I, you? Tell me who would play you. I don't know why, but I was thinking of Takura. Who is Tak- Takura the singer? Yeah, I don't know why, it's the first name that just popped into my head. Um, so we're gonna go back to what we were talking about. We're gonna go back to uh, when you were in Zim. I'm pretty sure there was a time where you felt very successful. I'm sure you got national attention or something like that. And that could have, you know, boosted your confidence or you thought, you know what, I have the world in my hands. Uh, but how many times, how often in your life have you felt confident that, you know, everything is going to go well for you or you've succeeded, you've gotten 16 A's, so nothing is going to be harder, only to realize that there is another hill to climb? How many times has that happened? No, that, that, that happens all the time because, I mean, just because I've gotten one success out of the way doesn't mean that the road ahead is necessarily going to be easier. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I realized that straight after... You know, like we got our all-level results. I was like, okay, I got 16 A's, now what? There's mm-hmm. another hurdle, there's, there's A-levels. Yeah. I took four classes and I was like, okay, I need to start working hard again. And mm-hmm. trust me, there were times when I was like, okay, I already have this expectation on my shoulders that like mm-hmm. I've succeeded in the past before. So 
I need to keep on pushing and yeah. like striving towards like further success. And even after getting like very good grades, A level, there was another hurdle. Like I had to apply for colleges and unfortunately, like the first time, first round of applications when I applied um, after A levels, I didn't manage to get into an American university. Mm-hmm. That that was probably like the first major. It's hurdle. a hard blow. It's it's a hard blow. Like after mm-hmm. all the effort that we had put in, you know, studying yeah. SATs and all that stuff, and what was even risky, especially when I was talking to my mom when I was, would try to decide what I'm going to do during that period, was that like I decided that I knew for a fact I wanted to come to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Not just for the quality of education, but I also wanted to experience the culture. The I wanted exposure to, as well. Exactly the yeah. exposure as well. Just, but yeah. yeah, I also wanted a new challenge, and I, I felt like this was the place for me. Unfortunately, second round of applications, I I got into Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. And I've been happy here at Vanderbilt. Like it's this is an ideal city for me. I've met some good friends, mm-hmm. made some very good professional yeah. connections. I yeah. I feel at home here. So yeah. like my home away from home. But even as I am still at Vandy, like I still, you know, I still have to get good grades and a good GPA. I still need to, I fortunately have an internship for the summer, but it was a hustle getting that. Mm. And I need to make sure that I put in a, thank you very much. Mm. I need to make sure that I, you know, like perform to my best over the summer and to make sure that I have good recommendations or what do you say? Like um, something good to put on my resume and Mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, like help me like, it advances you. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, you know, you said life is good at Vandy. I didn't know you guys call it Vandy. But what do you think is a hill for you right now? Since we're talking about, you know, they, they keep being like more hills to climb. What's a hill for you right now? I never thought I'd say this, but I I miss like I miss in-person classes. Like the... Like waking up in the morning, taking mm-hmm. a shower, eating breakfast at eight and going to class at nine. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that like, especially now that like most of my classes are online, like yeah. the the act itself of getting out of bed and walking to class and sitting in front of your professor, like side by side with your peers, that commitment alone to like learning is, I don't know, I, I realized that like it's, it kind of drove me to be a lot more efficient in learning and put in a lot more effort in my schoolwork. Not that I'm not putting enough schoolwork, yeah. but I nowadays I have to be, you know, I have to push myself extra hard to pay attention in a Zoom class where like my camera is off and my microphone is muted. I could easily just like zone out. And because most of my classes are recorded, I could always just go back to them at another point in time and, you know, go through the lesson. My major hurdle right now has been like, I'd say like really pushing myself to, get the best out of my classes mm. i'm doing well yes but i feel like nowadays i have to put in a lot more effort and with the lockdown and quarantine rules like i i miss being in large crowds of people like hanging out with all my fraternity brothers hanging out with all my friends but nowadays like i have to keep two small social groups yeah. which is fine but i miss i miss that big family feeling if you know what I mean. yeah i think we don't we didn't realize how just going to work, waking waking up every day, and it sucks because it's like walking really fast and you're late and you get into class and the mm-hmm. is already doing this and, and it's it's stressful, right? But mm-hmm. even though it's stressful, I don't think we realized how much it helped our mental health just yeah. leaving the house and going mm-hmm. there. And then when you come back home, you complain, you're like, oh, I had the worst day in the lab today. That person uh-huh. um broke my whatever device but 
you were with people and yeah. now you can come back to your home and then you, you are alone with your thoughts and it's nice. But when you live with your thoughts all the time for a whole year. Get, it can get overwhelming. It's crazy. And it's, not, and it's not even the big things like actually meeting up with people that I miss, you know, yeah. like running through dining halls, like going yeah. late during class or running in people during like on the pathways and just near like the high bye thing like you just say hi real quick and you're just like oh yeah. i haven't seen that person in a while yeah. but now i legitimately have not seen people in a while yeah 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 so what do you think has kept you going despite uh, all of this? despite the pandemic yeah uh i'd say you know one trying to keep in contact with people as as, as much as i can so be it Snapchat, be it Zoom like we're doing so, be it text, Because I look for you and I beg you. <laughs> and the other thing I've been doing is just, um, you know, like keeping, keeping, keeping my mental health in good shape. So mm-hmm. making sure that I see uh, my therapist every mm-hmm. once in a while, mm-hmm. journaling my thoughts. Um, I have five roommates, so, yeah. you know, like they're, we've pretty much made a small community within the yeah. house we yeah. keep with each other um yeah that's pretty much it like just taking care of my mental health and keeping up with people as much as possible working out working out as well mm-hmm. uh i have i have my pull-up bar my yoga mats my uh resistance bands i'll do my calisthenics every once in a while in the basement just to get out of my room mm-hmm. just get some blood pumping but yeah that's been keeping me going for a while now I we were not even supposed to talk about mental health, but I'm so happy that you mentioned a therapist because that's one of the things he's like, oh, you have a therapist, but I also have one. And guess what? If you're at a school and it's free, like I don't understand why you're not going. Because here's the thing: some you don't have to be mentally ill. Sometimes you can just exactly. be me. I really ruined a lot of my relationships in 2020. <laughs> and so <laughs> And so I was a mess and I was like, oh my gosh, this friend, um, this aunt, this one. And I was just like, I, I have no idea what's going on. So mm-hmm. sometimes just going to talk to someone and being like, please tell me the objective thing. Why don't they're like, oh, exactly. walk me through your thinking process. And then someone is just helping you. And it's free. Like, exactly. Do it. Yeah, Absolutely it's free. Do like, it. I think the problem is that like, um, especially with, like I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like talk down on like, like Zimbabwe or like international students or anything. But I feel like a lot of the countries that we come from, there's still this stigma about you know mental health. Yeah. I mean, for a while, I had not even told my own mother that I was like seeing a therapist. But it's yeah. not that like I'm, I'm, I'm crazy or anything. It's no. Just like, you know, sometimes you just need someone to talk to who will give yeah. you expert advice. Yeah. Or just objective help you advice yeah. as well, because your friends are gonna tell you tough it out or yeah, i don't know yeah or even in some situations you know friends being friends like despite the fact that they know you're doing something wrong they'll support you through it yeah until you get to a point yourself where you're like oh i can't uh-uh. do this anymore yeah yeah one of those things that i advocate for in my fraternity i'm like mental health is like vital and it's thriving you know, <laughs> yeah and the ucc here at vanderbilt the university counseling center it's free all you need to do is sign up like you lose nothing it's a 45 minute session you go once or twice a month yeah it's it's such a relief it's free i'm like just 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 do it yeah yeah um yeah, yeah but, but i just want to give you a quick, quick disclaimer, disclaimer that, that 
and the therapist is like a relationship like you might click with that person or they completely misunderstand you so if just find the right one um, but we're gonna go to another question which is um kind of related to this you know before we came here and there were things that we didn't adopt like we didn't really care about we thought mental health wasn't a thing or Stuff, stuff like, like that. that. So, so what, what else, else do you think has changed most about you since you came to college? Better able to express myself in a way that I want to. Mm. I mean, if you know what I mean? Like, for example, I don't know, like, I got here and I was like, oh, I'm going to try out dreadlocks for a change. And mm. now I look at my pictures back in the day when they didn't have dreadlocks and ask myself, why the hell were you cutting your hair? Because this is, this is the look that works for me. Okay. Um, Confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like I'm a lot more open with my friends. Mm, you know, I know. I've made like, yeah, I've made a good connection of friends and also, you know, the pandemic and anything. I feel like I've found a group of people that I'm very open with and I've gotten really close to them. Mm-hmm. If you were not in the current field that you are, um, mm-hmm. what do you think you would be doing for a living? Had I had the option growing up, probably would have wanted to try being a professional soccer player mm-hmm. like if i wasn't going into business or finance i thought about medicine at some point and I, yeah. I feel like i'm i'm passionate enough to work with people i have i have the drive the determination the resilience but i don't want to spend that much time in medical school so i was like nah, i'm not going to become a doctor so, so to, to conclude, conclude this, this we're going to go into the last round of lightning, lightning round questions because they're fun um, okay. um first, first one, one i feel like i, feel I like already know because you, you kind of kind mentioned, of mentioned it, it but are you, but a, are morning you a morning or a night, night person oh, i'm a night person what do you wish you were i wish i was a morning person what do you think keeps you up at night i don't know like i feel like i just come to life at night I, I, <laughs> i'm not a vampire or anything <laughs> <laughs> But I just feel lightweight at night. Like my adrenaline and my serotonin just boosts up at night. Okay. Also, I feel like during the day, everyone's busy with classes and work. But at night, you know, like me and my my close group of friends can get to, you know, like meet up. And then we can just chill for the night and then call it a day. Call it a day during the night. Okay. Um, how would you rate your karaoke, karaoke skills on a scale of one to Takura? <laughs> You know, it, back in the day, especially the use of days, I probably would have given myself an eight. <laughs> really? But, <laughs> yeah. But now I'll, I'll have to give myself a solid six. I haven't, I haven't. That's, I haven't that's really high. You know, yeah. I met with Anesu and I think he gave himself a two or a three. <laughs> 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 okay. What's your, oh, but it was a different scale. I think it was from one to job praise or so maybe there's a difference. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite carb bread pasta rice or potatoes oh potatoes sweet potatoes for that matter um who inspires you i'd start with uh, my mom mm-hmm. she's a very intelligent very resilient very resourceful woman um i'm all mother. about that on this channel yeah. like if you watch the videos it's all about women except this word so I'm happy you inserted <laughs> something about a resilient one. Anyways, go on. Uh, my man was all for, you know, like offering us the opportunity. Oh. Shout and out. Also just being, shout out to my man for just yeah. being a sweet lady as well. 
Mm-hmm. Blatan Ibrahimovic will be, you know, he's, he's 39. He's, yeah. He doesn't get as much credit as he deserves as a football player, but at 39, he's still pushing. He's still one of the best in the world. That's I find that to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like, not a lot of people say this, but I, I find motivation in myself. You know, sometimes I, I'm not trying to be cocky or anything, but no. like, I feel like this is, I, I feel like some, I feel like people sometimes don't give themselves enough credit. Mm. But some days when I'm down and I just, I'm like, oh, I had a rough day or that was a rough test. I remind myself that it was a rough day. It's not a rough life. And then I look back at my achievements. I look at all the hurdles that I've overcome and I realize that, you know what? We're going to be good. We're going to be good. Sometimes we look back at stuff that we did and then... Mm-hmm people or we remind ourselves that oh that was super lame like this is what i did in high school (laughs) this is lame but or maybe it's something that you did when you got into college and you're still a freshman and you didn't know anything about america it was really lame or zimbabwean or whatever um i've taught myself like you said to look back at it and to be proud and to be proud to be like you know what even though she was lame and she did this type of stuff, she was still brave enough and she worked hard enough to get me to where I am now. Now I can look back and be like, oh, I grew from this. So I think we should just be proud of even our weak moments, our lame moments, and not be afraid of, you know, what people are going to say. up every once in a while, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we are very critical of ourselves. So, okay, yes. we, we are better at shutting out outside noise. We can be like, you know what? That guy um, told me I'll never make it. Best. Yeah, it might even give you motivation, right? You might be like, that guy told me I'm not going to make it, but I'm going to make it. But sometimes it's yourself and you're criticizing yourself. It's hard to get over that, to be like, oh, can I make it? And then the voice inside is like, no, you're not really good. So here's the perspective that I changed that made me think about things differently. We think we can criticize ourselves because we think we own ourselves. So we think we have the right to correct ourselves because we are ourselves, if that makes sense. But there's something we don't realize. We have a purpose that is greater than who we are. So you might be like, no, I can't just, I can't. Ignore that voice because you have a greater purpose that's bigger than your ego, your pride, your family. You need to tell yourself to shut up sometimes and keep going. Obviously, not keep going to the point of hurting yourself. Point. The last question is calling or texting? Oh, calling, 100%. I prefer calling because I feel like with the text, like I, I, I've been told this by a lot of people, uh, that I text full sentences. I don't use slang that often. And then I put a period at the end. And apparently a period implies that like you're mad or something. And I'm like, no, it's just basic punctuation in a sentence. Yeah. My main qualm with texting is that you can misinterpret the tone of the text itself. Sure. But if I call you over the phone, I can convey a message faster and you can mistake the tone. Alrighty. So you know the exact kind of message that I'm trying to send. Okay, people, that's a good little lesson for the people out there who have been texting me and not calling me, okay? You heard, you heard it from the man himself. Um, Abel, thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having me. It was nice yeah. to see you. Huh? I said it was nice seeing you. All right. Obviously. Uh, but uh, I'm going to cut that out.
I hope I wasn't like a cartoon in this thing because I will no, no, no. get upset. Um, but if you find this information useful, uh, please join the family. And if you're interested in being um, a part of the series, um, DM me on my Facebook page, Nyashazi. We'll have more episodes with other people who have also studied in the US and some who have studied in them. I actually have my sister coming to the series, so stay tuned and goodbye.